Hey guys, my name is Haley Grove, and I'm a big believer that dance can be the thing you love most in life, but it can't be your life. Not if you want to have a sustainable career. I want to explore and highlight some of the things that dancers do outside of the studio. What fuels your creativity? What keeps you grounded? What are your other passions outside of dance that make you, you? So that's what I'm here to talk about. Dancers doing the stuff they love. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. Um, I just wanted to pop in here before the episode officially begins. Um, This was recorded before uh, voting and the election. And, you know, unfortunately, we still do not have a final result. Um, This episode is going live on Friday, November 6th. Um, so yeah, it's just definitely, it's a weird time. I hope everyone out there is staying safe and taking whatever time they need and whatever self-care they need to make sure that they're doing okay. For me, I bought some Cape Cod potato chips because it reminded me of home and it was, they're really yummy. I highly recommend. I haven't had Cape Cod potato chips in a really long time, so that was a great treat. Um, but yeah, I hope that you guys are doing okay and Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm going to talk more about uh, everything that's going on, but this episode is really, really awesome. Um, I speak with Christine Flores, who is one of my friends and just so inspiring, so fun. She is so lit. (laughs) You'll get that later. Um, And yeah, she's just an amazing person. We talked a lot about our embroidery and we, she actually taught me how to embroider um, a special leaf. Um, So definitely check out the YouTube video version of this podcast because obviously I cut out a bunch of stuff um, where it doesn't make sense because you can't see what we're talking about. Um, So definitely go check out the video version at Essentially Haley. Um, on YouTube. And yeah, other than that, I think that's it. Um, I hope that this episode brings you a little joy in this weird, weird time that we are living in. So without further ado, uh, let's get into it. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Dancers Doing Stuff. This is the 10th episode, which is kind of crazy. It feels like That's a big number, double digits. That was like a big thing in elementary school. Um, So today I have the Liddy Queen herself, Christine here. I'm so excited for this interview. Um, As you know, I like to bring on people who inspire me and she is like one of the best dancers I know, plus like such a nice human, plus she has a really great balance of dance and being a real human. She balances the contemporary dance world and the concert world really well with the commercial side of dance and really shows that you can do both and you don't have to just limit yourself to one style. Um, And she's hilarious and creative and she took like 400 classes online during quarantine, which is wild, but then also had a life and like did other cool things. So, okay, let me see if I can bring her on. Let's hope that this works. Give a big round of applause. 
Yay! <laughs> I did it. You're here. <laughs> Hi, Haley. Hi. Thank you for being here. I'm so Thank excited. <laughs> oh my gosh, that that dance reel is like so beautiful. I'm obsessed with that. Shout out to Jaina for making me look good. Um, <laughs> I was like, oh, the real. Oh my gosh, yeah. amazing. Let me amazing. get rid of this random name thing that was just showing up on my <laughs> things. I don't need to have my name 400 times. So welcome, welcome, welcome. Today is a special day because I am not teaching the craft today. You are teaching the craft. Special request from myself because I saw <laughs> you doing this over quarantine and I was obsessed with it, but too scared yeah. to try by myself. So do you want to tell the audience what we're making today? Yes. So today we are embroidering some leaves. So, so and beautiful. This is what I did during quarantine, I did 14 different leaves because I had to quarantine for 14 days. <laughs> and today we're going to be making this one. Ooh. Oh, and I have some red string. Perfect. Cute, cute, cute. Today I'm going to be doing it in green. But yes, and like this, I was inspired by like, Canadian maple leaf and like red's my favorite color. So, but so yeah, so we're going to be embroidering today. I love so it. So, what you need is your hoop and fabric. And I've basically. Um, so, I mean, one of the first things we obviously we hinted at the fact that you are from Canada. I would mm -hmm. love to hear just a little bit about like how you started dancing, where you grew up, that kind of story. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I, I grew up in Toronto, Ontario. And I um, started dance at age seven, I believe. Pretty late in comparison to like my sister who started when she was three. <laughs> and I was like, I want to be a, <laughs> I wanted to be a pro golfer when I was little. Obviously, <laughs> I only knew about mini putt. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's I could my see team. you as a professional mini golfer, right? I was like, this is this is my calling. But basically, got involved because I kept seeing my sister dance and my mom was like are you sure you don't want to try it and I was like sure <laughs> so started at seven went to a uh, studio Sean Boutillier Academy of Dance in Etobicoke Ooh, that sounds very fancy <laughs> yeah we were known as the ballet studio growing up nice it was like, ooh, ooh, like technique did the whole competition scene you know like conventions and like all that good stuff which was fun but I honestly I think I took or like take it for granted how much it gave me versatility growing up like I was like oh wow that's like that makes a lot of sense now why I like so many styles after I graduated high school I was like I at the time thought that like the only thing I could do was like you know backup dancing because I only knew commercial stuff mm. and I was like, well what am I going to do now but then luckily a friend of mine went to school in Miami for concert dance. And I was like, oh, word. So I'm glad my mom actually pushed me to continue and like get a BFA in dance. Otherwise I would have been like, kind of, I feel like a one trick pony. Mm. And then I kept going with that. Where did you end up going to college? New World School of the Arts in Miami, Florida. Cool. How was Florida like and the dance world there? That must have been a fun place to go to college, especially coming from Canada. Yeah, no, it was definitely a fun place to go to college. But I, it, I think 
the dancing was a little hard there. I think it's like its own little bubble. And I wish that there were more opportunity there for at least concert dance. I think right now there's a huge commercial scene, mm. but I just didn't, I wasn't interested in that back then. So I was like, there's not much like concert dance for me. And like, I went to school specifically for modern and ballet. I don't know. It was like, it was hard. I went to my, my school, I went to Smith and it was very like academic and modern based. Mm. We didn't really have any, like we had some like jazz mm. classes and stuff, but it, it wasn't required if you were a major or anything like that. It was kind of like concert dance or bust kind of situation, you know? Right, 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 right. And that was this kind of like what I grew up, you know, obviously I did the same thing too with like taking all different styles and doing that, but I kind of, I think I had thought like, oh yeah, like I'm going to be eventually like my goal was to be in like Cedar Lake or something like that. Yeah. Like that was like, <laughs> that was the goal. 100%. I mean, we, you know, had dance history and I was learning, and like, but that's why I think I was grateful at the time for coming from a competition background, especially because I wasn't then like burnt out and I was so hungry to learn more about the concert dance world. So I was like, my first, <laughs> my first modern class was the audition for New World. And wow. I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, it's kind of like jazz. <laughs> like, right. Like, um, okay, it's like, there's like dynamics, but I was just so confused. But I really appreciated it. And like, I, I think it was a bonus because I wasn't one of those kids that kind of thought like, oh, well, I know all this already. I was like, whoa, like, what a new world. And I think that's what made, has made me like constantly be appreciating like when I can be a student. Mm. I'm hungry to learn more. So then did you move to New York right after you finished college? Yeah. I, I graduated in 2015 and then did the classic like, well, got to move to New York. <laughs> yeah. That's where all the dreams are made. <laughs> Um, yeah, I moved with like a roommate or a friend of mine from college and we, you know, did the whole thing. And I lucked out because I, I don't know, I kind of had a lot of luck, not luck, I would say, but just things kind of fell into place when I moved. Like I knew some people that went to New World, luckily, Mm. um, and then they kind of got me an internship with Pam Tanowitz dance who I'm with right now. And then it kind of stemmed from there. Like I just like, I started as like a little intern and then worked my way up. Nice. That's, I think a lot of people don't realize that in the concert dance world, it is very similar to like a regular job in the way where like you intern or you apprentice and then you, kind of eventually hopefully get into the the actual company and you know it's it's funny how I think so many people don't realize that like there's so many similarities in the dance world as in like regular jobs like networking and that all that kind of stuff exactly and I think especially with like our generation no one really wants to like work for it in a way like no one wants to like invest in a company work their way up like kind of like a nine to five job like you know what I mean like there's like rarely one there's rarely that opportunity but I think because they kind of tell us in college like don't take any internships don't take apprenticeships they're like it's not worth it because you kind of like it's like you're getting taken advantage of right but I don't know I just 
trusted it with my gut. And also, I've, even though sometimes I think this is a bad habit, <laughs> I rarely say no to anything. So it's opened up a lot of opportunity. And I think especially when you first move to New York, like, that has to be like your go-to. Because you can't just be like, no, that's not for me. I was like, sure. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, you know. So when did you start kind of getting into the New York commercial scene? <laughs> I, laugh you know? I feel like, I honestly feel like I'm not part of the commercial scene as much as I would like to be. Like, I, one, I'm not signed and I which is that, crazy to me that's I was trying to think about this before I was like every person signed? I told they're like no like that it's odd that I'm not because of what the work that I do yeah but so you've really you've kind of really become a master of creating your own opportunities and being your own agent and like it's so cool and that's so inspiring, especially for those of us who don't have agents. And like sometimes you can get into the headspace of feeling like, oh my God, I don't have an agent. I'm never going to be able to do the things I want to do. And it's so hard to get an agent, especially in New York, because it's so, their rosters are so small and there's so many dancers. So like you really yep. have to be either like so talented or like fit a very specific look, look. box that they're trying to get. And you know, it's like, Oh, yes. Yeah. I've had many conversations <laughs> with people about, like, the look. And, uh, like, is. and I definitely feel I could be wrong, maybe just because of, like, the like the experiences I've had. But I think it is hard being an Asian dancer because sometimes I feel like I'm not mixed enough or sometimes I feel like I'm actually not, like, Asian enough. Like, I don't look, like, Chinese enough because I'm, I'm mixed. So I feel like... I don't look like a certain way that they want me to. And it's very frustrating. That, and I which is, yeah. Like different That's hairstyles. so crazy. It's so crazy because it really should just be about the talent yeah. at the end of the day. Right. <laughs> and you have plenty of that. And you've proven that because you book jobs on your own. I was wondering if you could just like share a few of the cool jobs and performances that you've done because you've done yeah. some really cool stuff. I've been working up fortunate enough to so I'm full-time with Pam Tanowitz Dance which is like a modern contemporary um dance company or product-based dance company um and I've also uh done like on the commercial side of things like the Hozier music video two years ago now that was kind of like yeah how was that that is like I mean that has been such a powerful uh, you couldn't have even known like how that was gonna Right. Share, share that story with people because it oh it just brings For me sure. chills the whole thing yeah I mean and again luckily I got the opportunity because my friend from college literally was like hey so my friend is looking for people in New York for this like Hozier music video are you available and I was like what I was like yeah I, this is like I got the text like flying back from Toronto I'm on the plane and I was like whoa I was like okay um, and then, luckily, like that day, I got on the phone with my friend Mia, the casting director, and um, she was like, okay, great, like, the director's super interested with you, um, we'll probably rehearse, like, in five days, like, for one day, and, and then we'll film the next day. I was like, wow, okay, great. 
little did I know. And she's like, and my friend Cam's going to be the other dancer. Like, it's going to be super fun. Like, he's awesome. I was like, okay, awesome. Like, sounds great. And so I, <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> that it would be with Cameron Boyce, who, you know, rest in peace. He's like the best person in the entire world. But I show oh, up and I was like, I have chills. That's like, he, like, I didn't know it was really him until like after we're rehearsing. Literally, like, I felt like one of those people, like, where people are like, oh no, but you had to know like who he is. And I really didn't like because right. <laughs> I, that wasn't, I just, I really didn't know. Yeah, it was and kind like, of a little like after our time. Like, I only know him from yeah. like babysitting and like watching those kind exactly. of shows and like, you know. Exactly. It's it's definitely after our time. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, because <laughs> yeah, then it was only after we had rehearsed where I like creeped him obviously on Instagram, and I was like, oh, <laughs> you're like super got famous. It, <laughs> yeah, I was like, got it, got it, got it. I'm just a very small pea in this world. Like I was like, okay, <laughs> like, but you know, and that's like the best part is that he is just he or he was like just such a kind soul and I was really grateful to like be involved in that process at all with him and like choreograph with him and you know I didn't obviously expect like him to pass so suddenly after but I'm really grateful that I got that opportunity and like could be one of the few people that experienced that which is incredible but so yeah so the poetry music video was definitely one of the commercial most commercial things I've done Especially, and it got me like a weird Instagram thing, but not like really at all. It's just like, yeah, you I, really blew up on Instagram after that, which was like yeah, was so like, deserving because yeah, now people can like lot. see you. <laughs> it was very odd, and I feel like I've struggled with the like my biggest fear in life is to plateau. Like mm. I never ever want to stop growing, stop like pursuing a ne- like the next or bigger opportunity for myself but and after that I was like oh god am I gonna be like a one-hit wonder like like <laughs> I'm the girl from Hosea's video you know like I was like oh god but I just I don't know it has been a, and then I really took the opportunity I'm trying to use my social media presence for like just positivity and like um inspiration to those that just like need it. especially like I was grateful that like it it opened my or opened doors to like younger following because yeah. then they were like I like want to be a dancer and I was like oh my god like I was like great but I just yeah that was like my biggest fear with that social media presence I was like ugh I don't want to plateau I don't want to like <laughs> at this point in my life so that's definitely been a struggle but you know taking everything with a grain of salt. Yeah, I I think it's just a start. You're going to do a bunch of stuff, but especially because I think you have your head in a really good place and you have really good intentions with everything you do. Whereas, like, some people, it's like, you know, the numbers are all about fame and getting, like, free stuff. And, like, it, it's, like, that's awesome if you can get free stuff, but it's, it's clear that you obviously also really want to make an impact on the world. So I think you're doing a really great job with that so far. Think that this is a perfect transition to our yeah. first game. Let's Woo. see if this will work. Let me see. <gasps> <Ooh. laughs> 
<laughs> so it's time for would you rather and okay. this is a really fun time we'll put our embroidery to the side and if anyone is watching on youtube you can tell us what you would rather do and i can share your comment on the screen for everyone to see so definitely interact with us and also subscribe and like this video please because I want to get a thousand subscribers and I only have 135. So <laughs> I've, got, <laughs> I've got a long way to go. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> okay. So I recently just shuffled these up because I'd been picking a lot of the same ones. So I tried to put the ones that have happened at the bottom. So here we go. Okay. And I, I say this all the time, but I love doing Would You Rather because such a big part of this show is like getting to know dancers as people and who they are. And I feel like the way that you respond to would you rather is like a really quick way to see how your brain works oh so, yeah <laughs> some of some of these are weird none of them are like really too bad because it's like a pre-made game so it's not going to be like would you rather do something scandalous you know okay <laughs> would you rather never eat chocolate or candy ever again or have slugs for fingers i think slugs for fingers for sure. i think i'd have to have slugs for fingers too like not for, I am, have a huge sweet tooth, so I was like, no. I, like, need my chocolate. And yeah. yeah. I wonder if they're, like, live slugs, and so they, like, move around on their own. I mean, honestly, that could be, like, a cool finger-tutting situation. Right? Like, like, cool, like, like textures. But I'm also picturing, like, in Harry Potter, you know, when you're like, eat slugs. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, you could really, like, act that out. You'd be like, <laughs> surprise slugs. Surprise. I wonder if you'd have to feed the slugs separately or if they'd just be part of you right like would they get nutrition from your food yeah or do you have to be like oh sorry they have to eat yeah now. sorry it's <laughs> time for my slugs to eat <laughs> and your hands are just in like bowls of crackers like i'm <laughs> sorry don't mind me <laughs> okay <laughs> would you rather have your speech replaced with si the singular word sausages so basically all you can say is sausages, but in like different intonations, yeah. Or live on a planet dominated by apes. I think oh. you're the only person, but you can speak words other than sausages. Oh, I'm the only person? <laughs> but you could talk to them in as many words as you want. Right, but I don't know if that's... I don't know if they would understand my words. You know what I mean? Like, it's like playing with they're smart apes. Because then, like, okay, we would probably get, a, like, we would get somewhere. But I don't know if the only person. I think I'd say sausages. I think I'd just speak in sausages. I yeah. Think. I think yeah. I would do that, too. But at least you have other senses. Yeah. You know, it's not like. And, like, you could, like, dance your other stories. Exactly. And then we would just be like, sausages, sausages, sausages. It's like Groot. Like, I'd be like, Yeah. Okay. Groot is very <laughs> expressive. I love Groot. Okay. Love yeah, Groot. sausages. For sure. Okay, last one. Ooh, okay. Would you rather be covered head to toe in a luminous green fur or feel an eternal, unquenchable thirst? Definitely fur. 100%. Yeah. First of all, I love being lavish. And I also love <laughs> But, like, ooh, yes, yes, yes. I Maybe feel, that I, would be the look that would get you an agent, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're just, like, like really looking for someone green. We'd be like, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> we'd be like, 
like you're really wait but also could i like shave it and then like it grows i mean back? i'm assuming you could or dye like it like hair it's hair right so you could maybe i don't know i don't think you could shave it because it's like fur i feel like it'd be one of, like you try to shave and then like pops back it's kind of right? like the grinch i think right no definitely still that you that, could book the Grinch. Luminous. Yeah, it is luminous. So, yeah. Wow, you, like, answered those really quick. That was great. Yeah. Amazing. Like, because I'm really indecisive. Because I'm Pisces. I Me too. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like decide. Like, when the choices are already concrete for me, then I'm like, okay, okay, I can kind of make it. Yeah. But if someone would make up a would you rather, I'd be like, Oh, I can never make it up. That's why I literally have this pre-made game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, no. So I would just think about way too many options and possibilities and then get overwhelmed by how big the world is and how many exactly is happening that's, to me right now. That's our brain. We're like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Well, this is a perfect transition to talk about um some of your passions outside of dance so i know you have everyone check out liddy bites and (laughs) honestly your food photography is excellent those flat lays make me hungry every time i love the flat lay i love which basically i created or like (laughs) when i was making my food instagram they were like well you have to have like a brand like it has to be like i was like oh well definitely flat lay like it'll all just be from overhead which is weirdly hard when it comes to like an ice cream cone or like yeah things that are, like, layered i'm like oh, right God. how do you do that that's hard they don't get they don't make it to the page <laughs> i'm like well this is that's just not it but <laughs> so i definitely love food that is like i think my number one hobby outside of dance especially because i think people are always shocked that if you're a dancer they're like oh well you must eat like rice or, or they're like you must eat like granola bars I'm like right no. or like just like plain chicken and rice or like right. salad yeah and I'm, like, <laughs> I'm probably the worst eating habits for any dancer it's like insane I mean I think it's because growing up we would literally have McDonald's right before you we on stage like it was just like sure well, I like, saw you posted the other day you did like an Instagram takeover for the mm-hmm. performance that you had and you had your coca-cola like right before your like pre-show tradition tradition, coca-cola and that day I also had donuts and everyone was like oh my god amazing <laughs> I feel like I always have to have goldfish before I dance that's like my yeah, backstage like, treat I guess I just love goldfish that's good because it's like carbs yeah like that's like that seems like normal coke everyone's like that dehydrates you i'm like i know but i just it's like a caffeine boost and and so obviously embroidering is like a new one or quarantine from quarantine Mm -hmm. but and we (laughs) my friends from the dance company we started like a embroidery club we haven't been on our game but we're, we're trying to get it started again. <laughs> okay. I support this. I'm very into this new passion. This yes. is, I'm going to learn. I'm going to, I'm going to practice and make you proud. I promise. Yes. You can join our employee club. I would and be then, honored. I feel like passions outside of dance. I think hmm, it's just mainly food, but oh, <laughs> and like fashion. I love fashion, which is kind of hard on a dancer's budget. 
but <laughs> yes, but you are very, you are very hashtag hype bay. Like you are always, you have the fits. Like I don't know if I'm even allowed to say that phrase that I just said. Like you have fits. Like that seemed wrong coming out of my mouth. But you, I like, I'm always looking at what you wear, and I'm like. I would look like an absolute psycho if I tried to pull off some of these outfits, but it works so well on you. I definitely blame Chua because when I started dating him, he like he is a huge hype beast. Even though I feel like he's not a hype well because he's very loyal <laughs> to his brands, like Supreme, Kith, um, Off White. But then it's like so that took it to like a new level because then I got into like the whole drop culture, and I was like. Oh my, which is so stressful. I don't recommend it for anyone. Don't don't get involved. It sounds <laughs> crazy. Don't do it. Don't don't do it. But, <laughs> don't start. <laughs> PSA. Yeah. But I just I feel like weirdly enough, I feel like this ties into being a Pisces because growing up I always like felt like I had multiple personalities or like wanted to like portray different sides of me. Like sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh punk. <laughs> Like the whole Avril Lavigne phase. I was like, oh my gosh, that must have been really intense because it was it was wild here in America. So I can't imagine in Canada that must have been like. Oh yeah, everyone was like, yeah, power, (laughs) Avril Lavigne power. (laughs) And then or like preppy, like went through all the phases. But I think it also that makes sense why I like dancing because you have to like kind of act a different like person. And so with fashion, I'm always like that. I like portraying different sides of me. It's like. I can be like really like classy one day and like streetwear the other day, but I love I love fashion and I've tried to balance that within my like dance world. Yeah, you the um, the event that you did was it this past weekend? That was really cool that you were able to kind of combine fashion and dance. Like, tell everyone about that because I will do a horrible job trying to explain what it was. <laughs> it was so we did an event for. Golden Goose, um, me and my boyfriend Chua, we like were basically like hype people. <laughs> like I picture, you know, the like inflatable. Yes, uh, those little like uh, car sales. What are they? Yeah, we were basically flat. Like we we're like come into the store. <laughs> like it was super fun. It ended up being like really chill, and everyone was like really nice there, which was fun. But I, that's like I had to download TikTok for it because I didn't know how to work TikTok, and I was like, oh, okay, so this is the moment that I have to do this. So, and I like messaged our, uh, my friend Liv and was like, "How do you do a dance?" Like I was like, oh, we're trying to dance on TikTok. It is so hard. I'm terrified of TikTok. I like, I can't handle it. It's so hard. It's also, like, how do they learn those dances like that? I don't. I still don't understand. Also, most of the dances are like all arms, so I feel very uncoordinated. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And there's, <laughs> there's this like, one. That's a new. That's the new one. <laughs> I look like a grandmother. Like, it's really bad. Yeah, no, even, like, there's, like, this one. And oh, yeah. Like, no, it's very, very <laughs> sexual, too, and it, like, makes me very uncomfortable. I'm mostly, the people I follow are the kids I teach. So that makes me extra freaked out when I go on TikTok because they're like, and I'm like, like, no, oh, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 please don't. <laughs> It's just a generational thing, I guess. I was late to the party, but so that, but it was super fun again. And like, I was glad that we could finally do something like fashion-wise. Like, I worked New York Fashion Week before, and that was cool too. Like anything with fashion, I'm like, yeah, or like I'm like, get a sponsor, but so that we don't have to pay for clothes. But yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 
Amazing. I love that. Well, we have come to the time. Oh, I can do my other graphic. Woohoo. <laughs> I know. I really, honestly, I'm very inspired by James and his soundboard. One day, I hope to everyone watch Cash It. That's the new title of his, his show. Um, yeah. It, I think, yeah, I think he took out the the scandalous word that sh- <laughs> before the it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so basically, I have these questions. I told you before, but I got them on the internet from mostly a website called Questions to Ask Your Dad. And yeah. I've loosely organized them by color. So I'm just going to randomly pick one of each one. And hopefully they're new ones that I haven't asked on the show before. Um, mm. Some of them are really deep. Some of them are just kind of silly. If there's any that you feel uncomfortable with, we can always pass. But I I say that and it's like scary, but it's really they're not they're not bad. Pick a color, any color. Orange, for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. What food will you absolutely not eat under any circumstances? Oh, well, I think that's easy. <laughs> Only because I'm allergic to nuts and peanut butter or like peanuts. Oh, wow. Definitely a no. (laughs) Definitely no, because you will die. (laughs) That's perfect. Mine is bananas. Like, I can't even be in a room with someone eating a banana. I'll start gagging. It's really bad. And then people eat them on the train. Everything about it. I would would die. I, I like, used to pretend that I was allergic to them. I'm going to – Yeah, but I'm not not allergic to them. I just hate everything about it. Like – I don't hate things in the world very much, except right. bananas. That's it. Mm-hmm. I hate, hate, like with, with fire. I don't know what happened to me when I was younger. I can understand, like, I think when I was little, I didn't like them because, one, the flavor is really strong, but, two, the texture of, like, when I was little. Oh, I was like, it freaks me out. Yeah, I was very confused. But now, I like, I can never finish a whole banana. I have to, I only eat half, or, and I like it in, like, banana bread and, like, other banana-y things, but rarely whole banana. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Okay. Hard pass. Hard pass. Purple. It's funny because the back of these are totally different colors than the front, so I have to, like, really work hard. (laughs) Surprise. New new info. Never never told anyone that before. Um, Okay. Oh, this is nice. What is a dream you've never said out loud? Oh. Putting you on the spot. I think it could be about dance or just your life or your your hopes and dreams for the future. That's hard. Cause <laughs> I feel like that's hard only because I feel like I'm really vocal about my dreams. Because like, that's good. Like, I'm like, manifest. <laughs> I'm like, it will happen. But... Maybe what's like your newest one that you've you've started? If, even if you've said it out loud, that's okay. Well, <laughs> I feel like I de- like I definitely want to have a baby. I feel like I'm like my destiny is to like be a mom. Mm-hmm. Like weirdly, one of my like life not goals, but like I'm supposed like I just know I'm supposed to be a mom. So 
I've definitely been having baby fever, like, hardcore. Oh, my gosh. How does Tua feel about that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> we always have this, we have this running joke where we'll, like, say something, and then we just be like, what, what? Like, and we just, like, <laughs> like, I'll be like, oh, that might be, like, a cute idea for, like, a kid's room. He's like, what, 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 what? Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's like, we never said it. But I love it. I, I feel like Tua like loves children as well and he like would be a great dad but like he just yeah I feel like I even if I was alone I want to be a mom Mm. so bad yeah just like you know like setting up like Christmas gifts for like your little kids like oh oh my gosh all the little cute clothes you would get the kid your kid is going to be the best dressed kid on the planet you're going to have like the little shoes Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's me problem, which is harder because they grab clothes and I'll be like, no, you have to wear this for your life. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. like, you better fit into these these Literally. shoes. You wear them on your your slug fingers. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next question. Okay, the blue. Or, yeah. Yeah. Surprise, Whatever. it's red. <laughs> okay, as a kid, were you ever scared of a monster under your bed or in the closet? Oh, 100%. I'm still like, scared. I'm still scared. After a scary movie, terrified. I watched The Ring in grade four and was scared the lady was going to come out of the closet every time. Or like That's who closet. people said my celebrity lookalike was. Not the <laughs> actress. The actual ring girl. That's what they said to me. <laughs> people were mean oh to me. God. Because my hair is so long. Okay. It's creepy because, yes, your hair is really long. But that's still rude. I was like, hello? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. But I, and I definitely, like, still, like, when there's light on, because of, I, I'm terrified. I'm terrified. Oh, yeah. As soon as I turn off the light to go to bed, like, in the hallway, I run to my room and jump on the bed. Even, I'm almost 30 when I do that, oh, so. Yeah. I need the window open, like, the blinds, so that, like, some light gets in. I can't sleep in a cave. It freaks me out. Oh my god, I'm right there with you. Okay, last one. Surprise, it's not pink, it's yellow. <laughs> if you could learn any language fluently, what would it be? Oh, I think Mandarin. Only because I'm, ch- well, or, or Tagalog. But because You I'm, could have two. Because I'm Chinese and Filipino. And, like, I'm fluent in French because of, like, growing up. But that I definitely would want to go to the country and then, like, be able to, like, you know, go around and explore without needing a tour guide or a translator. I could just say, oh, I know that. And then. Right. So definitely Mandarin well, or Cantonese. Chinese in general. Chinese in general. And then or Tagalog. Yeah. Wow. Amazing. Okay. And our last question. What brings out your most creative self? So I was thinking about this. And I think definitely after I watch a performance or – honestly take class because then I'm inspired by other people's movement. And I guess this is specific to dance, but I think when I watch a performance, I'm just inspired creatively in general. Um, that's when I'm like, Oh, I really want to like choreograph mm-hmm. because I like seeing people's choices and then like making my own choices, especially like, and like given a structure and then I'm like, Oh, like, it's just perfect inspiration. I'm like, now I can take from that and like make my own thing. Um, a teacher in college said like, great artists steal the like properly. You know, it's mm. like, 
hearing little bits from each person. And so after a performance is generally when I've always wanted to make a new piece. I'm always like, oh, yeah. Definitely. I feel that. I feel that. Or like sometimes when I watch performances and I'm like, oh, it can be so simple and right. still powerful. Because sometimes I think for myself, I don't know about you, but when I like think about wanting to choreograph something and I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe this is the Pisces thing. Like, like there's so much and I have to get it all and I have to make sure all these things are doing this. And you're like, you watch a performance and they just stand on stage and move their arm for like a solid 30 seconds and you're like crying in the audience. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I think, especially because now a lot of the performances have been virtual or through film, now I'm like, oh my God, I want to create a video. Literally, <laughs> like, me too. Yeah, the camera was just like, like slow pan. Yeah, or but it I- just shows your little slug fingers <laughs> and you just... <laughs> I'm never going to let that die. I don't know. Honestly, we should just make a concept video with slug fingers now. Right. I yeah. feel like if you ever did the like still of this episode, it's like <laughs> us like this and we just have slugs. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> and I need to like Photoshop some slugs on her. Yeah, 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 yeah. But and yeah, I just, it's been, or that's always like the huge lesson for me of like what I can take away from a performance or a class. Or, and like taking a, or watching a performance and then saying, wow, I need to train in this style to be able to do that is also a huge thing. But yeah. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, do you have anything you would like to plug? We have your Instagram down at the mm-hmm. bottom. I'm um, glad that it showed up. I wasn't sure what was going to happen today. And I was like, ooh, look at this. <laughs> yes. Also, like and subscribe Haley's channel. People, thank do it. you. Thank you. <laughs> Um, I think, well, one, I have, there's a couple performances or live stream event coming up with Pam Tanowitz, um, October 27th, I believe, to the 30th. Ooh. I'll, like, leave that in a comment somewhere. Yeah, but, I'll definitely add it. that. Mm-hmm. And then, vote. Everyone vote. <laughs> yes, vote, please. Early voting is starting in New York. I think either... It's this weekend, I think, or some people have already done it. I'm going this weekend. I'm very excited. I think people have already done it. Um, I can't vote because I'm Canadian, but I am so frustrated that there's, like, not a loophole where I have any say for those things. The best I can do is obviously, like, write to officials and be like, change this policy. But, like, you know. So for all the American friends out there, please, please vote. You have an impact in your decision. Please, it's literally so important. Please. Please. <laughs> I like my brain is melting because of this country. <laughs> go through another four years of this, people. Seriously, like, I don't even try to pretend, like, hello, I don't like Trump. If you like yeah. him, sorry, this show is not for you. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm like, you can, you can unsubscribe, though. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you, you can leave. That's fine. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah no seriously so yeah. i will definitely add all of that to the show notes and your website is super cute so i'm gonna add that in too because i love it yeah. and yeah mm-hmm. just definitely follow christine check out everything that she's up to um mm-hmm. she's an awesome person and she stays lit so <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much again Haley, for having yeah, me yeah of course and then 
everyone else, make sure you subscribe. And also you can find me at Essentially Haley or Haley Grove on Instagram. Um, and then the podcast version of this show comes out every Friday with a mini episode on Sunday. And I've been Ooh. going through the artist way. I'm on week three right now. So every Sunday I kind of share my thoughts about how the week went. And it's been really cool. Morning pages, artist dates. Lots of homework that I leave to the last minute, but it's been great. So check that out. And yeah, also join the Facebook group. If you try embroidering anything, tag yeah. us, let us see. Um, yeah, I'm going to, oh, so beautiful. I'm going to like share a picture of your embroidery because it's so cute. I love that. I really, is that a bag? You embroidered yeah, on a bag? <gasps> that is so cute. I love that. Oh my gosh, amazing. <gasps> so good. Okay. Thank you so much for watching, guys. And Thank we will you see you soon. If anyone out there is looking to start a podcast but doesn't know where to begin, I have a great tip for you. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's actually what I'm using right now. Anchor is free to use, and there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. They distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and a ton of other places. Another cool thing is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Everything you need to make a podcast is right in one place. Seriously, it's so easy. My first ever episode I recorded sitting in my closet talking to my phone in the dark. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.